0: Hello, everyone, and welcome into the Volunteer Country on Sports Illustrated Podcast. I'm Matt Ray, your host. The Volunteer Country on Sports Illustrated Podcast is brought to you by Acker Travel Company by Dream Vacations. For all of your travel needs, big or small, give our friends Beth and Price at Acker Travel Company a call. Hope everyone's having a great Friday so far. We are going to continue day three of recruiting talk more recruiting interviews. There will be two recruiting interviews on this podcast for you guys. Uh, so I'm not going to talk as much at the 1st going to let those interviews kind of do their talking, and we will go from there. I tried to get baseball on the podcast the last two episodes, but just the crazy weather and schedule changes in Hoover. Jake and Jack have done their own podcast this week. If you want to hear baseball talk, what's going on what they see from the team during this time at Hoover. You can find all those podcasts in the same place that you find this one. Uh, But for now, let's jump straight back into this Memorial Day recruiting weekend talk. Another massive weekend for the Vols, as we've already talked about. We've covered a lot of guys on the list, have still worked to confirm several guys. One guy that has floated out on a list um, or two – it seems like, and I think people, um, at least based on the conversations in our Discord, have thought that he would be coming to town, is Alabama offensive lineman Wilkin Formby. Uh, Formby will not be in town this weekend. He confirmed on me last night on Thursday evening uh, that he would not be in town uh, he will, however, take his official visit the last weekend of June, something he told me he's looking very forward to. Tennessee is really high on Wilkin Formby. Um, Glenn Ellerby just thinks that he can really do everything. They've talked to him about both tackle spots. Um, Tennessee recruiting, you know, tackle heavy in this class, and you kind of feel like Glenn Ellerby had to. And luckily for him, there's some really, really good tackle spots this go around. Uh whereas in the last couple of classes it's been hard to find a true tackle, it seemed like, but this time you've got those massive 6'7, six, 6'8 six, bodies like Wilkin Formby, Lucas Simmons, those type guys evolved heavily involved with both of those guys, obviously, but Formby, um Alabama Legacy, lives in Tuscaloosa, but you know, very open in the recruiting process, has been to Ole Miss on an official visit, has an official visit planned to LSU. We'll come to Tennessee. We'll see where he ends up falling on Alabama's board. Um, you know, but those three slated to get an official visit. And he's very – he's very diligent in the process, working with family, uh, trying to really check off a lot of boxes. So, it would have been big for Tennessee to get him back in town this weekend. But nothing detrimental there. It just didn't work out. Uh, just a scheduling conflict. Uh, he's – he, you know, once he communicated that with the coaches, they went ahead – Set the official visit, and you know Tennessee is is full court press for for a guy like Wilkin Formby uh, as they continue to recruit the you know, these top tier tackles in this class. But wanted to provide an update on that. Um, we we haven't talked about a couple of guys that are set to come in. Uh, one being. Defensive back Jack Latrell, current Tennessee commit, first Tennessee commitment in this class. A guy that you know has been been one of the vocal leaders in this class. We've seen the you know flirtation with Ole Miss, the social media post, you know that that is what it is. It's big for Tennessee to get him back, and, and I say that because you know as Jack has gone through this process, he committed to Tennessee very very early. He committed as early as some of the 22 guys did. So, you know, he had a good season. He's a good athlete. He's a really good safety. Can play offense. Has really phenomenal ball skills, in my opinion. I had a chance to see him play uh, 7-on-7 in Knoxville earlier this year. I've had a few chances to see him play 7-on-7 throughout this year, but I thought he really shined in Knoxville. Showed off his range. uh, Really well put together for his age. Uh, only going to continue to grow in the weight room at Colquitt County as he transferred down there to finish out the season. But other schools have co- continued to recruit Jack Latrell throughout this time. You know, when when he committed, there were a hand, handful of schools involved. He had a handful of offers. Now, you know, he has schools, you know, committing with him. And, and, and you know, Tennessee's going to have to battle to the finish line for some of these guys if they get commitments coming out of this month or early in June they're going to still have to battle because they're in on highly coveted guys that teams aren't ready, you know, to, to write off. They're going to continue to recruit them until they put pen to paper in December or February, whenever that may be. And Jack's one of those guys. He's a guy that has a lot of value. He's got a lot of connections inside his class. He's vocal. Uh, so, you know, he's a big piece for Tennessee, the, the Tennessee staff. Has, has done a good job of frequently getting him back to campus. He seems to get settled in when things like that happen. And and I think, again, this weekend you'll see him back up there and, and he'll he'll be in his niche of of recruiting guys and, and doing that thing. Nico and him have a good relationship. He's got a good relationship with Sean Davey and Bradley, who's coming to town, Jack does. So, you know, I think it's still very big. I think it's very important to mention these commitments coming to town. And, and he's one of those guys. Uh, that will be here for Tennessee this weekend. Tennessee's still uh, trying to get Dakari Nelson to town. We'll touch on him. I have not confirmed that he will be here, but there's hope that he will be here, at least from what I've gathered. Uh, A guy that I've heard a lot of buzz about all spring long, he's another highly rated defensive back uh, that has – extreme amount of range and length for the safety position, especially I had a chance to see him in Atlanta, seven on seven. And I mean, the evaluations and the star ratings that you see, they all line up. He, he's a really good football player. Um, Tennessee's done well in the state of Alabama. Again, another Alabama kid that we're talking about here. Uh, Tennessee's done a good job of, you know, working to get there. Um foot in the door in that recruitment still recruiting him and you know doing doing kind of everything well there to, to keep his interest as he has he has a lot of schools you know interested in him uh, so we'll see if they're able to get him to town would be big if they do but you know that's a guy that he's definitely worth mentioning we'll see if he gets to town what the visit does for him but you know, Tennessee still recruit recruiting Dakari Nelson hard and a guy that you know we'll monitor to, to see if he gets in here this weekend Um again kind of touched on all the guys that we've confirmed on the list the guys that are head liners, really the second tier guys that are also headliners. but again you, you can't really talk about how big of a weekend this is for Tennessee I think when we sit down in, in December and Josh Hopple announces the class that they sign. We'll look back to this Memorial Day weekend as one that shaped, you know, a pretty good portion of this class, just because there's so many top guys here, you know, so, so many true top targets, guys that are takes inside of this class for them that are here right now and, I think we'll look back and say, hey, you know, this weekend was was a big weekend for Tennessee in the grand scheme of things, if all things go well throughout the season, of course. But you know, just again, so many guys coming to town um, still awaiting official confirmation on what I believe would be the final headliner. Uh, we reported, he told us um, that he would be in town this weekend. Tony Mitchell, Uh, coveted DB out of Alabama it seems like we've talked about a ton of Alabama kids in the last three podcasts Uh, uh, still waiting still waiting to see where he's at as far as things go this weekend but he was planning to be here he's continued to communicate with Nico and family he's continued to learn about them Uh, Tennessee's got their foot in the door in that recruitment that's that's a recruitment that is going to have a lot of twists and turns but you know, I think Tennessee is probably willing to play the game there and see where things go. And over time, you know, you have to get him back to campus. You're talking about a kid that committed to Tennessee in eighth grade, committed to Jeremy Pruitt staff in the eighth grade. So, he, you know, he's been to Tennessee. He He's seen Tennessee. He's seen those facilities, uh, you know, before. But reopens his recruitment and – He's continually had the best of the best after him. He's, he's considered a top 30 athlete nationally, depending on where you look. And uh, he's a guy that, that can do a lot of things in the defensive backfield, comes from a powerhouse program. So we'll see where things end up going for Tony Mitchell. But the Vols, you know, have, have done a good job there. Uh, Tim Banks has kind of been the point guy there with, you know, Nico initiating uh, a, lot of, a lot of push towards him as well. So we'll see if Tony Mitchell makes it in. We'll have something out tomorrow once we do officially confirm if he is coming or not coming. But I tend to lean towards Tony Mitchell being here. We'll see what happens uh, over the weekend, if he makes it in on Saturday or not. But now let's go over to what you guys probably really want to hear. We're going to shift gears. We're going to jump into the first interview with a 2022 signee of this podcast. We will hear next from Tennessee cornerback signee Christian Harrison. Now we're joined by 2022 Tennessee cornerback signee Christian Harrison. Christian, how are you doing? We're back now with 2022 Tennessee safety signee Christian Harrison. Christian, thanks for coming on the show. How are you doing?
1: I'm good, you know just been it's been chilling for real, but I'm doing good,
0: yeah, exciting times for you just graduating high school, um getting ready to go to Tennessee this weekend, move in um what's the excitement level just for you overall right now with the whole process? finishing out high school, closing the door on that chapter and opening this new chapter on Rocky top
1: yeah, it felt um it felt good finishing high school being being able to graduate, move on to bigger and better things. So, yeah, I'm really excited to get down, get up there at Tennessee and just just do my thing.
0: Talk about kind of chilling, doing your thing here since football season ended, schools. And what, what's, the, what's the daily life of Christian Harrison been like, obviously working out, doing, you know, DB stuff, but what have you been doing, you know, to kind of continue to hone your skill set and get ready to go to Knoxville?
1: Yeah, so Monday through Thursday, I wake up at five a.m. Um, to go to work out at six o'clock. I've been doing that, so you know, in college we're gonna be waking up early. So I just wanted to get that, get used to that program already. So Monday through Thursday, I wake up at five a.m. And then during those days, probably like Monday, Wednesday, um, I'll go do DB training, um, after school when we was in school, and um. On the weekends, I'll do demi training on Sunday, sometimes Saturday as well, uh, with my trainer T.J. Heath. So, yeah.
0: What what particular aspect of your game have you kind of honed in on during this time, or has it just been an overall thing for you?
1: Uh, it's really been overall, but I've been I've been getting my technique real right. I've been working on that hard every day, um, for trying to get my footwork right because that. Goes in with my technique and all that. So, yeah, I've been working on my technique like crazy.
0: Looking back to your recruitment, um, coming out of high school, you know, Tennessee, it got you up. You've been committed to Liberty at one point. Uh, Tennessee got you up, continue to prioritize you through that. You built a really good relationship with with Coach Banks, Coach Martinez, Coach Heibel, that entire staff really, um, mm-hmm. you know, I see you on the sidelines there late in the season. About three or four days, I think, before you committed, you you came up for a game to, I think, kind of give them the word um, that, you, that you were coming and they were all over to see you on the sidelines there. And just reflecting kind of on that process, how pleased are you with how everything turned out and your decision to be a Vol?
1: I'm really pleased be honest I'm blessed because um, you know at first my recruitment was going a little slow or whatever and then they started picking up and then I um so SEC school started showing interest uh Tennessee was one of them and that, that was the school I was most interested in felt like I had the best opportunity um to go up there so yeah so I'm just blessed for the opportunity for real.
0: We never talked about your dad a whole lot during your recruitment, but obviously such a valuable asset for you. As you've kind of had a chance with with your season dying down and things like that, how much of a chance have you had to sit down with him and watch film of maybe not just, you know, your game, but of what Tennessee did defensively last year and kind of pick his brain about where you can get a jump start going into your freshman season?
1: yeah so we we'll, during the college football season, we was watching all the tennis, all the Tennessee games, of course. also, we was watching uh, games on Sunday um NFL games, and my dad would tell me some of the things that they did in their defense, and you know, like compare it and tell tell me what he did in this in this in the search situation. so yeah, we we used to sit down and nitpick games, replay it too during the game. We we'll would just go back and replay it play the play over and over again so just watching it so yeah
0: that's one of the things that I think when when you and I talked in your recruitment process and it got close you know for Tennessee you had schools especially Florida coming after you really hard there in the end as well um, several other schools in that mix but I think one of the things we always talked about during the process when I would interview see whatever is how these coaches thought so highly of your iq and that's something that should really help you you know get started here on rocky top looking forward to that freshman season what what are the what are your personal expectations
1: uh you know i'm trying to come in and help the team as much as i can whatever that is whether that's you know defense special teams just come in and make an impact uh right away in that area so just do whatever i can to help the team out, help us win games.
0: What do you think, for you, the biggest challenge is to be able to do that here year one? Obviously, getting here in the summer, but that it shouldn't slow a guy like you down. Physically, you're ready to go. Mentally, you're ready to go. What do you think the biggest challenge for you in year one to be able to make that happen is?
1: Um, Probably, I would say, catching up with the speed of the game because, you know, we got the fast offense in the country, and, Obviously, college football already is fashion than high school, but then going in, you know, we're gonna be practicing against the fastest uh, offense in the country. So I, getting uh, adjusted to the speed of the game, um that's probably gonna be my biggest adjustment. But once I get used to that, everything should be good, and everything will be slowed down when we play opposing teams.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So before, We let you get out of here. Got to do a couple of things. Um, We're going to start with a little this or that. Did this with your counterpart at Safety Jordan Thomas earlier in the day today. We're recording this podcast on Wednesday night. Christian's episode will air on Thursday morning. Um, But for you, a little this and that. Um, We'll see how your answers stack up to Jordan. I'll have to go back and listen. Uh, We'll start with an easy one. Gatorade or Powerade? (laughs)
1: I say, I say, Powerade.
0: <laughs> I gotta go with Blue Powerade.
1: Yeah, Blue Powerade is the
0: best. <laughs> yeah, it's it's far and away the best. It used to be, it used to be Orange Gatorade for me, but not anymore. I'm 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 more of a Blue Powerade guy now. So, no, nah, I
1: never really mess with Orange Gatorade a lot.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Xbox or PlayStation?
1: PlayStation for sure. PlayStation.
0: <clears throat> hamburger or hot dog?
1: Mm. You got it's really a mood thing, but I'll probably say hamburger.
0: Christian Harrison or any other safety in the twenty twenty two class. That's the easy one. That's Christian Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> no, all right, man. Final one here for you. Um, what's your message to the Tennessee fan base before you get to Rocky Top?
1: Y'all, y'all are getting a hard worker. Um, I'm gonna come in and do everything I can to help help this program out, help us win games, and. Um, The goal is SC Championship, and then beyond that, a national championship. So, just want to come in and contribute, help us get towards that goal.
0: You heard it here from 2022 Tennessee safety signee Christian Harrison. He will be on campus at Tennessee later this week, um, more more towards the end of the week, uh, over the weekend. Um, Next, we'll be joined by Jack Foster, who is in Hoover covering the – SEC baseball tournament for us. Hopefully the Vols will be able to get on the field today, weather delay on Thursday caused that – on Wednesday caused that game to be pushed back to Thursday. So Tennessee still looking to open play in the SEC tournament. We'll hear from Jack next. Christian, thank you. Thank you. You heard it here from 2022 Tennessee cornerback signing Christian Harrison. Stay tuned as next we will hear from – 2022 Tennessee running back signing Dylan Sampson Dylan's interview will conclude the show again if you are looking for the baseball portion of the show Jack and Jake have recorded a separate episode and will continue to do through do so throughout the SEC tournament you can find that where you find this podcast thank you all for following along now it's time for Dylan Sampson Now we're back with 2022 Tennessee running back signee Dylan Sampson. Dylan, thanks for joining the show. How are you doing?
2: I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Thank you.
0: Absolutely. I know it's a busy time for you, so we appreciate your time. But an exciting time nonetheless. Just a few days away now from getting to start your next chapter, moving to Tennessee. What's the excitement level like right now for you?
2: Oh, I'm ready, you know, man. I've been ready for, um, you know, a good time, you know, just trying to enjoy these last moments down here with my family. But, you know, I've been, um, you know, just trying to be on top of things and ready to just get started with this new life.
0: What – you've had some time now since your senior season ended – What's the day-to-day life been like for you? What's the workout regimen like? What are you going through to keep, you know, honing skills and that type of thing? Is what, what's it been like day to day for Dylan Sampson?
2: Okay. Well, I mean, right after football season, I was um took like about two, two, three weeks, um, almost a month, you know, try to get healthy, get a little healthier. And then I started uh working with um a dietitian. To you know, try to help me put on a, a couple pounds and and, and, and it's, it's health. So, you know, like before track season, I got that going. I was working out early in the mornings around 6 a.m. doing pretty much athletic workouts, you know, just splitting up squat and bench days, you know, just just on. I was pretty much on that same routine, you know, weekly. And then by the time I got the track season, I kept I kept it going for a little bit in the track season before the meet started and then after that I just kind ca- I slowly I slowly started to like decline to some of the workouts just I didn't get hurt you know just to keep me in shape um during track season um during track season I was you know um I think track season I ran around fast just it was like a 10-5 I hit this year but um you know this was I was running 15 pounds heavier than I did last season when I ran a 10-4. But I mean, my I mean, my day-to-day life after track season has been basically the same thing. Been eating, working out in the gym. So I mean, just trying to get ready. Also been hopping on meetings for a couple of months now with um Coach Walt, the assistant running back coach and uh Coach Mac to try to get, you know, some of these plays in and try to get a feel for the offense before I get there. I mean, that's kind of how my life's been since uh football season ended.
0: Absolutely. You talk about that you talk about that track, you know, regimen that you've gone through. When you turn your film on and you watch the the highlight film, it's basically just you scoring touchdowns for <laughs> for five minutes, but the the speed is evident in, and there's other parts of your game, the balance, the ability to to bounce off guys, to have that field vision. But if you're just a normal person looking at at your tape, the first thing that stands out is the speed, the way you outrun angles. You talk about getting to that ten five, but now you're heavier. So what are you, what are you going to, you know, when you get to Tennessee, what do you think you're going to be tipping the scales at?
2: Uh, like first day?
0: Yeah. Where, where do you expect to weigh in at once you get there? Where are you kind of at right now?
2: Oh, I'm kind of I'm around like one ninety.
0: 190,
2: okay. 190, um, worst are coming to worst. I might be around like one eighties, but I've, um, before track season came, I got up to around 194. And then after track season, I got up to like Uh, I stayed around 190. So, I mean, but as far as what I weigh in, I mean, I'm not too concerned. I just wanted to get a little bit more lean, a little bit more muscle before I got up there. Because, I mean, when I get there, I know they're going to take care of it. As long as I can bring that speed and develop in the right way, I know I'm going to get bigger, faster, and stronger in all the best ways.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you talk about getting up there. You committed to those guys – relatively early in the process your recruitment Mm -hmm. got interesting down the stretch you you Mm -hmm. backed up your junior tape with a phenomenal senior season uh what schools really come in and try to make a late push for you there at the end
2: um really at the end actually like during football season um you know uh alabama came through to one of the games but like really after football season there was like three main schools it was florida the florida gators lsu and alabama that was making the main pushes um i actually got a um an offer from lsu and florida i probably would got one from them if i actually tried to communicate with them but um I just never posted anything because, I mean, I was signing with Tennessee and I wasn't going to post about it because I wasn't changing my mind. I, w- I mean, I was just I was being open to all the, you know, all, all the recruitment coming. You never know where things go. But it was so late in the process that, you know, I mean, I was it was like two weeks before signing day. It was Like I'm signing with Tennessee, you know, but I got offers from those schools. I just never posted them. So, um, yeah, those were the main schools that made pushes for me.
0: In in the end, and obviously, you know, you committed those guys before your senior season starts there, but in the end, you have those other schools battling for you. They give you at least something to think about because like you said, you never know where things are going to go. Just mm-hmm. why was it right? Why was it why did it feel right to you to stick that you know commitment decision out with Tennessee? What made that the right choice for you long term?
2: Uh, well, I mean, when I first decided to commit there, it was like it was an intriguing situation. It was like you know, first year head coach, this is before the season even started. Um, You know, I'm like, I just, I, I took the visit. I really liked what they had going on. You know, I mean, a couple of the other commits, a few of them before, you know, they were intrigued. And the players, they were all, um, you know, when I went up there, they were ready. They were interested. It seemed like Coach Hypo had something good going on. And then they followed up with a, a great, good first season you know, and it, I think they opened up a lot of people's eyes to what they can do in the future. So, I mean, that boosted my level of confidence even more. So I looked at it like, especially like was like being that, I think it was a good opportunity for me to play in that fast offense with that running back room. It's not overly crowded right now. I feel like I could go there and give some kind of help or just learn in any way I can, you know, maybe be able to get some early playing time or just do anything to get on the field. But um I think just under that offense, under that system, you know, after they did year one, I think it was just it just furthered my reason to stay committed there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you you talk about having a chance to to see that offense and what they did. You kind of took a chance there with that first year head coach when you committed. You you were seeing the game plan, but now you've had a chance to see it unfold. You've had another full season and off-season to get your body right to where it needs to be. So going to Rocky Top, going to check in on Sunday, get your career as a ball started. What are your expectations year one at Tennessee, just your personal expectations?
2: I, I really just want to get in there and, you know, learn as much as I can, You know, do, you know, do good in the weight room. I want to get adjusted well. If I really want to get an opportunity to get on the field in any kind of way, um, and I can, may that be special teams, may that be a little bit on the offense, trying to get the offense in, trying to get it in my mind, trying to process it. But you know, I'm, I'm trying to get in and learn and play. I mean, I mean, that's what I want to do.
0: Dylan, we're going to get you out of here with a couple more things. First, before we go, done this with every guy that we've had on this series so far. The answers have actually been somewhat similar, so I'm interested to see where yours go. We're going to play a little this and that, and then we're going to let you give your final message to the, to the Tennessee fan base before checking in and officially becoming a volunteer on Sunday. Uh, but mm-hmm. we'll start with this or that. So tell me this, hamburger or hot dog?
2: Hamburgers.
0: PS4 Xbox? PS4. All right. Powerade or Gatorade?
2: Uh, I'll say Gatorade.
0: Dalvin Cook or Alvin Kamara?
2: Alvin Kamara.
0: All right, all right. And then as you get ready to start your next journey, at Rocky Top, we know you're excited. What's your final message to that Tennessee fan base before you check in on Sunday?
2: Um, Basically that, you know, the Tennessee fan base and Vol Nation will be getting a athlete that's ready to come in and work and give us all for the Orange. So, I mean, I'm just ready to come in and get to work.
0: You heard it here from 2022 – Tennessee running back signee Dylan Sampson. He will officially be on Rocky Top to start his career on Sunday. Dylan, thank you for joining us and I appreciate your time.
2: Oh yeah. Thank you for having me.